Welcome to the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast, a podcast that covers a wide range of topics. So come chill with us on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Here's your host, Mr. Anderson. Welcome, everybody, to episode 87 of the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson. Thank you for tuning in today on the 14th of March, 2022. Definitely glad you guys are here with me, with your ears and your eyes. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Everyone that's um, that's part of the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast, whether you're liking it, taking the videos and sharing the videos between your friends and family, the folks that's uh, connecting with me on the LinkedIn's and all my social media, accessing my website, accessing the YouTubes and the audio versions of the podcast. So thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely appreciate it. Continue those likes, follows and subscriptions and the connections as well. Thank you. All right. So today we're going to talk about a couple of sensitive subjects. I know in the past I, I stated that I wasn't even going to go down this road. But I think in the grand scheme of things, I think it's important to bring to the light certain situations that's happening here in America and that's happening in the world. Uh, some of it's what I'm going to talk about is political. A lot of it is, is just humans can't behave as humans and humans got to, you know, have the discipline to to not touch people. And also humans have to have the discipline to not lie on people, make accusations, accusations. False accusations. I'm just saying, I don't know the, the the deets of this particular thing I'm talking about as it relates to accusations, how truthful they are. Are they false? I will tell you before I even get started, uh, there was a time in the U.S. Army I served as a sexual harassment and response coordinator uh, prevention um, during my time when I was a recruiter in Detroit. And I did a little of that when I was in Okinawa, Japan, on a small scale, just on uh, missions and exercises. But uh, I did it full time when I was a recruiter in the Army. And there were so many cases that came up uh, throughout the battalion as it relates to Sharp and some of these other incidents, sexual harassment, sexual assault. So I want to make sure I'm very clear uh, when I'm talking about this situation. I understand the sensitivity of it. I understand the validity of validity of it. I understand the framework as it relates to that, because I've been on that other side where you have to do conduct the reporting and do all these other things, the, the analysis of it and all that things I don't want to get into at this moment. Uh, but I'll tell you, it's very sensitive. So today we're going to talk about two subjects again that affects us as humans in America and throughout the world that affects us as males and females and people as a whole. So as you see here on the thumbnail, the title is why sports reporters continue to turn the other cheek as it relates to sports reporting. And it's almost like a double standard. That's the cheat code. That's the word, the operative word. It's a double standard. We report men in a certain light and we, we report women in a certain light. Now, this is just I'm not talking about the Foxes, the CNNs, none of these folks. I'm just talking about groundbreaking sports journalists, the ESPNs and the Fox Sports, Sporting News, all these sports media outlets, these sports media conglomerates that's charged, you know, under under the journalistic art. I mean, uh, the journalistic law 
to report and report fair kindness, so on and so forth. But as you see, there's a double standard that's going on currently. There's been a double standard going on forever. And as long as we have humans in charge of things, there will always continue to be a double standard until you get different genres running organizations. You make the organizations more diverse, so on and so forth. So those are cans. That's a Pandora's box. I don't want to open again. I want to provide a wave top, but I don't want to go deep into it. But unless the hierarchy changes, the the, the people that's in charge changes, their um, standard operator procedure procedure changes. A lot of stuff will stay the same, unfortunately, and some people will suffer uh, through that. But again, so we talk about why sports reporters continue to turn the other cheek. And again, we're talking about the Deshaun Watson case and we're talking about the Brittany Griner case. So let's go ahead and dive into it. So we're going to provide I'll provide a backstory for Deshaun Watson, provide a backstory for Brittany Griner. Then I'll go ahead and 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 uh, change into the current situation with Deshaun Watson and the current situation with Brittany Griner. Then I'll provide my personal take on both matters as to why I feel, in my personal opinion, there's a double standard. And hopefully you guys can agree on this because I think this is something that we need to continue to talk about and we can't sweep under the rug. You know what I mean? Because you know how, what the old saying goes, goes, silence is compliance. So let's go ahead and get started. We'll talk about Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, this is the backstory. Deshaun Watson, 26-year-old quarterback of the Houston Texans, currently of the Houston Texans. And if you remember last year, he demanded a trade from the Houston Texans. And it's like, as soon as he demanded a trade from the Houston Texans, all these sexual harassment, sexual assault charges claims came against him. They were brought to light. I think it was a total of 22 of them. Um, recently, he was cleared of any sexual assault accusations by a grand jury in Harris County, Texas. Essentially, he was found not guilty. However, there are 22 remaining civil suits against Deshaun Watson. The NFL will continue to provide, will continue to investigate and determine a suspension and they will provide that suspension if they feel. Now, if you're looking in the past, you see this picture here, Ben, ben Roethlisberger, he had a similar thing going on back in the, uh, about a few years ago. And uh, he, I think he ended up getting suspended six games. So all the, the experts in the NFL and all the, the media outlets, they're thinking just based on history, they're believing that. But Deshaun Watson, once the NFL concludes their investigation and they figure everything out um, and essentially cut the grass on the situation, that the, he would probably be suspended four to six games. So if you're a team that's trying to trade for Deshaun Watson and you, you want another team that you're trading with is going to mortgage their future, in order to uh, obtain Deshaun Watson, you may want to keep in mind that potentially he can be suspended between four and six games, many more. But at the end of the day, if you're trying to win the Super Bowl, a lot of that you don't even care about. You just want to get your quarterback because this dude is an all pro, a pro bowl quarterback. Let's go ahead and transition to Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner is an American basketball player for the Phoenix Mercury of the WNBA. And also, she is a player, a foreign player for BCUMMC in the Russia, the Russian Premier League. 
She was arrested on drug charges in February in Russia. She was detained at, I want to make sure I pronounced this right, Shri Medyevo International Airport after the Federal Security Service said she was carrying a vaporizer cartridges containing hashish oil, which is illegal in Russia. Now, we understand that situation there, but, and I'll dive into it in my personal take, but it's amazing how Brittany Griner was arrested in Russia with this, you know, accusations, accusations of uh, hashish oil. But you don't see a lot of media coverage with that. But the sports reporters are just diving into like a vulture on a dead carcass into this Deshaun Watson. So I'll explain that later. Let's transition back to Deshaun Watson. Currently, Deshaun Watson is scheduled to meet with NFL teams in order to work out a trade. The Houston Texans have given him permission to work out a trade on his behalf. Now, the Texans continue to hold the keys, but Deshaun Watson holds the master key because he has what? A no trade clause in this contract, meaning he can dictate any team. He can go anywhere he wants to go per any team he wants to go. Now, there's going to be some teams that Deshaun Watson would just say, nah, I ain't going there. Probably my Lions is one of them, right? But that's okay. All right, that's okay. Um, and so he has that power. So the Texans basically have to work with in concert with Deshaun Watson. Hey, where do you want to go? Hey, I want to go to team a let's find out what team a can provide us as it relates to resources. Cause this guy's an all pro quarterback, uh, in, uh, pro bowl quarterback, 26 years old, right? Still ha- haven't even hit his peak yet. So if you're going to trade this guy, you want to make sure you, you get all the assets that you can, i.e. first-round draft picks, second-round draft picks, and also players, and probably cash as well for that one player. So, again, as I stated earlier, if you want to mortgage the future, you want to make sure that you're getting everything because once he's traded, now that team that he's getting traded to assumes all responsibility to include potential suspensions as well, as well regarding his case, the civil suits. Okay, so I talked about he's scheduled to meet with teams. Uh, Again, he has a no trade clause in this contract. And uh, we're just waiting on to see what happens. So current situation with Brittany Griner. She is currently incarcerated in a Russian jail. U.S. officials have expressed concern that Russia may be using her as leverage in response to Western sanctions imposed on Russia. Another note, some Democrats have come forward and demanded her release immediately. However, the negotiations may prove difficult due to the icy relationship between the U.S. and Russia. So Brittany Griner is, uh, again, a female basketball player. And you would think if this was someone else, right, if this was someone else of another gender, Brittany Griner will be released. I don't know how much power. Some of these politicians have, but these politicians can wave the magic wand. They can wave the heavy sword, but I don't see a lot of politicians from the Democrat side. I don't see a lot of politicians from the Republican side. I don't see a lot of politicians in general campaigning for her release. Now I'm not a Fox guy. I'm not a CNN. I don't watch a lot of news because it's almost like what Denzel Washington said. If you don't watch the news, you uninformed. But if you watch too much of the news, you're misinformed. So it's kind of like 
what do you do? I just stick to sports. But I'm just saying from the sports media, the ESPNs and all these other conglomerates, these large media uh, businesses as it relates to sports, I don't see a lot of talk about Brittany Griner. Uh, and that's unfortunate because I think I know, I think we all know the reason why, you know, it's, it's also why the the female basketball players constantly complain about there's a double standard between the WNBA and the NBA. And it's a it's a disparity between the two. And it's been like that throughout time, you know, given in the civil sector and all these different workforce, you know, situations. If you have a man, a male uh, boss that's making, you know, is qualified to lead a, a Fortune 500 company. And then you have a female boss, same age, same credentials, everything. The only difference between them is man and woman. The man will always make more. And that's unfortunate. So I want to provide my personal take on here. I want to start with the whole Deshaun Watson uh, situation. Deshaun Watson, he was accused, right, of all these women making accusations about, you know, sexual harassment, sexual assault and everything. The grand jury has already said they didn't find any negative findings. Basically, basically, he was found not guilty and he still has to face civil 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 suits. My thing is this, uh, woe to the person, woe to him if he conducted some of these negative actions, these negative acts. Uh, again, being a sharp coordinator and everything in the Army, I understand the severity. I understand the sensitivity of that, of that type of stuff. I've also been on the side where some of those accusations was just accusations, and also I've seen where some of those accusations was real. So I'm not trying to make any light of that. I definitely understand that. But my thing is, if you're if you you've been found not guilty, regardless, you know, and you still getting sued for this stuff. My thing is, you will still have that on you. That negative badge will still be on you. It will still be on your resume, if you will. But it's amazing that we're still reporting everything in a good light, like everything's done. Now, I'm not trying to, to bring anything on them. You know, I hope everything works out for them. My main issue is is the way everything is being reported. You have the Brittany Griner situation. She's stuck in Russia. She's married. You know, she's um, she's married to another female, same gender. But none none of that withstanding, she's in jail in a Russian jail. So where is where's the emotion from the sports community? I'm not talking about CNNs and none of these other folks. Where is the raw emotion from the sports community? campaigning for her to be released i know they don't have power but a lot of those executives that run the espn the executives that run fox sports the executive that runs all these major sports media entities you can't tell me they don't rub elbows they don't sit down with some of these politicians the politicians that can make moves the politicians that can talk to the president talk to the government do whatever needs to be done. But then at the end of the day, it still takes two to tango. You can do whatever you want to try to get Brittany Griner home. Russia still has, you have to find a dance partner. And right now, Russia is not going to dance due to these sanctions that have been imposed on them. So it's like the diplomat said, one of the officials said they're using her as leverage. And, you know, it's a sad state of affairs because She's innocent in all this. Did she break a rule? 
of having hashish oil, you know, in her back and her luggage as they make it an acquisition, acquisition as they claimed, right? They're accusing her of that. Who says that Russia is true? When have we, when have we ever found anything about Russia being true? When have we found them to be model citizens of the world? You know what I mean? So my thing is, if they can release her and keep her out of the political light, that would be great. But again, I guess if you have more sports media folks, the Stephen A. Smiths and some of these other folks clamoring for her release, trying to talk to these uh, executives, trying to talk to the politicians for her release, campaigning for her release, begging for her release. Russia may look at that and say, hey, y'all want her? You got to pay X amount of dollars. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to, you know, uplift, uh, lift the sanctions, this and that and the third. So Russia has all the leverage. I guess my point I'm making is there's such a double standard when it comes to the reporting. Because I hear Deshaun Watson all day long. And I got it. The brother is found not guilty. Go on with your career. This is really not about you. I'm just highlighting your situation. But the Brittany Griner, being a father, you know, what is, you know, what if my daughter was over there? What if our daughter was up over there? What if your daughter was over there? The sports reporters, I think they would care a little bit differently. But they also have to report on what generates ratings what generates responses more importantly in their eyes, what generally generates income and revenue. So if, if you try to push this Brittany Griner uh, situation to the light, will it generate ratings for ESPN? Will it generate resources for ESPN? Will it generate ratings and revenue and accolades and everything for ESPN? They probably don't care. And that's my thing with, that's why I titled it, why sports reporters continue to turn the cheek. They turn the other cheek when it comes to some of these situations. But if that had been a male, a prominent sports figure, let me tell you, if that was Tom Brady in freaking Russia, you trust and believe with the pun intended. You best believe. And Tom Brady's a Michigan man. All that was standing. If Tom Brady was in freaking Russia and they found some freaking hashish oil, you best believe America will be doing anything they can to get Tom Brady out of daggone Russia. Anybody, it don't matter race or whatever. If it's a prominent sports figure, particularly a male, and he is in Russia, in jail, in custody, in a federal prison, a jail, or whatever they title their prison systems as, trust and believe the U.S. government would do everything they can to get this guy out of jail. I know they would. So where's the same energy? Where's the same response for Brittany Griner, who's sitting in a Russian jail? How are they even treating her? Are they treating her humanely? Are they beating her? You know what I mean? These are some of the things, and there's this is sensitive by nature, but th- these are some of the things that the people that's able to move the chess pieces on the board These are some of the things that has to be discussed. And I know there's other world issues. We're dealing with poverty and all these other things. But at the end of the day, you have one of your athletes. I'm just, again, putting this in sports terms. You have one of your athletes that's over there in a Russian jail. Now, again, the U.S. can do everything they can. But at the end of the day, like I stated before, 
you still need a dance partner. So something has to give. Brittany, Brittany Griner's not even in this fight. She has nothing to do with this whole Russia-Ukraine situation. But again, I guess I'm coming from that Army mindset, that POW mindset, if you will. Never leave a fallen comrade. Don't leave no one behind. So, so on and so forth. And it's kind of disheartening that you have an athlete in the WNBA, and a lot of your athletes are not even saying anything about it. But if that was someone else, they would have been out of freaking Russia, popping smoke real quick. So I guess to wrap this all up, there's a double standard when it comes to sports reporting. You report everything. I hear all about these freaking Cowboys and these freaking Lakers and all these teams, the Yankees and all these things going on. But you have a major sports figure that's playing in the WNBA that augments her income because the WNBA don't play pay Jack. So she she's augmenting her income to improve her quality, quality of life by playing in Russia. Now she's in a Russian prison, Russian jail, and now she's being used as leverage by the Russians. And where's the, where's the stance from America, from the media conglomerates? Where's the stance from the Democrats and the Republicans? Everybody from the White House on down. Where is that? Where's that energy to get one of our own back? But you're just letting us sit there. And who knows how they're treating her? And I'm not trying to make this all about Brittany Griner. Again, my thing is just to close this out and put a bow on it. There's a double standard when it comes to sports reporting. Because we, I hear Deshaun Watson all day long. I'm a huge sports fan. I have no issue with the, with the sports reporting as it relates to the NFL, the rumors, free agency, and all that stuff. But why can't we allot some time at ESPN, at Fox Sports, and some of these other places I named already numerous times? Where's the time to talk about Brittany Griner? What can we do to bring Brittany Griner home? So you don't hear none of that. So I guess, you know, we'll continue to talk about them freaking Cowboys and the freaking Patriots and the freaking Buccaneers and the freaking garbage Lakers and all these other teams. When you have a young woman, someone's daughter, someone's wife, someone's sister sitting in the prison in Russia. But we'll talk about the other dudes all day freaking long. That's why I titled the thumbnail. Why do sports reporters continue to turn the other cheek? Thank you guys for tuning in today here on the 14th of March, 2020, episode 87. We are 87, y'all. We are rolling. Again, we won't be together tomorrow. We'll come back Thursday with a gym shoe story on a Thursday. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great day. Have a special day. Enjoy your Tuesday. Enjoy the Wednesday. We'll, we, we will regroup back uh, back together Thursday and have another great day. Definitely appreciate it. You guys continue to support, like, follow, subscribe, connect, all et cetera. Check out the website. Support. Thank you for everything. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Let's say it all together. Trust and believe. See y'all tomorrow. Thank you.